0: Hey, Dre, Jay, is it just me? Or are you guys having a hard time finding pickup games and leagues to play around you, man?
1: Well, actually, I found an easy way to play sports again. Javelin is a mobile app made by a Toronto-based company whose goal it is to make it easier to play sports. If you have a team or group of players who you want to play with on the regular, you can just use Javelin to message your teammates, coordinate events that track who's in and who's out. Oh, also, if you're just looking to join a pickup game in your area... You can introduce yourself in one of their public pickup groups to connect with players near you.
2: Yeah, Javelin has made it their goal to help people return to sports after the pandemic. As part of their promotion, they're offering everything in their app for free for everyone who signs up. So check out JavelinSportsInc.com to join a pickup game and sports league in your area right now. Ooh, fancy. saw this hilarious but true meme about the difference between husbands and wives and gift giving. Yeah. And like for the wife it's like there's like 20 different people they buy gifts for and the husband just yeah. buys the wife's gift. That's <laughs> It's
0: true, right? Yeah, no 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 you're right. You're I right. mean you can you can agree or disagree but I 100% agree with that. See see the thing the thing is um so my my wife still gets uh Christine still gets um, discounts from Lush mm. because she works there. Um, yeah. So normally whenever we think about getting something for like, I don't know, anybody, we're like, okay, can we, let's add some Lush to it? Because, you know, who who wouldn't want, you know, some organic cream or some shower gel or something like that? Nothing so, wrong with that. Yeah, exactly. So that's always like a, a go-to, uh, I don't know, finisher. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know, I hear I hear so really uh, I hear Dre is a, a, a,
2: a lover of lush is, is a rumor I've 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 heard over the time. Is
1: he now? Interesting. I mean, we'll to... uh, I, I don't know if I am, but I I don't think I'd be opposed to it. I do like like scented bath bombs and candles. See, and stuff, see, though. this is the thing. When, when I went out before I met Christine,
0: you know, all the all the dude commercials of like. Shampoo and uh old spice and all that stuff. That's all that was all in my bathroom attire. That was all in toiletry. And then I meet Christine and she's like, nope, this has to change. This all of this has to change. <laughs> it's <laughs> so, gotta get better. Yeah, exactly. And and I'm I'm like, I'm not opposed to it because I don't know any better. And then now it's all just like those black pods of like some sort of shower. Uh, hair gel and like I'm I love it it's great one because like my our place always smells wonderful no matter what we just have like cream and scented something all over the place it's it's great I'm not gonna lie it's great
2: you've got a fantastic
0: yeah you're 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 well groomed
2: but also well positioned because now she takes care of all the gift giving, which is that's true. Why I'm in a state I where also, I'm I'm pretty good, right? Everything. I also is don't
0: have hair to really worry about either. Yeah, right? when it gets too long, I just shave it off. But still, you know, you gotta work. Anyways, um, we're going off a ditch. How are you guys? Doing great, man.
1: How about you, Drake? Yeah? yeah, I'm I'm okay. doing okay. Uh, busy as usual, but happy. Happy to get a chance to talk uh, fragrances and, uh, and uh, scents <laughs> with you guys. <laughs> we should just
0: uh, skip our Raptors podcast and just talk fragrances. Yes, yeah, that's or
2: compare. You know, if if, if I was more well versed with the the line of, of Lush products, I'd compare Lush products to Raptors players. But I'm <laughs> not in that. I'm not in that space.
0: No, you're not. You're not. Oh, okay. But I will say
2: this. Yesterday's or last night's almost 20 point drubbing of the Santa Cruz Warriors uh did smell very nice. Very, very nice.
0: I felt bad for play because I know that Jay, you were going to go because we have the Raptors HQ credentials, but I I do feel really bad, obviously for the for the players, of course, but like I know recently the uh, Scotia Bank Arena decided to go fifty percent, and I know Jay, we were talking about this uh, last week before Drake came on halfway through the episode, where we're like, "Man, what what is going to happen with attendance, and are they going to take away fans and stuff at the arena?" And it's looking like that. I honestly, uh, personally, don't think that the league, even though I think it should. Uh, I don't think the league is going to shut down for you know a week no. or two. I just don't think it's feasible for them to do so, even though it's just not it's it's silly. But I think it's starting to get to a point where there shouldn't be any fans in Scotiabank Arena. Already said that fifty percent capacity. You have to wear a mask no matter what. And come today, actually, because we're recording this on the Sunday, um, that on the on the nineteenth of December, that the concessions are all going to be stopped. So no drinks. No beer, no popcorn, nothing. So whoever goes to the games um, next at the Scotiabank Arena have to realize that you have to wear your mask all the time. Not only that, that if you are warned a second time about your mask, then you might get ejected as well. So there's a lot of things going on. Um, Dre, J... I know you've seen the numbers, uh, and I want—I want to go through all of that. But there are a lot, and I'm probably going to say there are going to be more players going to be in the health and safety protocol. Now, not that 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 not, doesn't necessarily mean that they have COVID, but they have been in contact with somebody with COVID. That's why they're in health and safety protocol. Mm-hmm. So before we get on into all of that, any any thoughts? Any any thoughts going on when you see those Welsh bombs?
1: Yeah, because it's uh, it's. Tricky and I'm not uh everything that I'm saying in this statement doesn't mean that I'm against what's being done or I'm I'm one of the people who's now turning, being like, Oh, we have to rebel because enough is enough. But um what I realized just a couple of days ago with the concessions, that's really tricky. So like I know with movie theaters, you know, they're gonna get rid of concessions as well and limit the capacity. Um right. So, you know, you go to a movie theater, you watch a movie that's an hour and a half to three hours, I feel like you could kind of, kind of sit through it, um, but something like a sporting event, which could take four hours, it could take, uh, even longer, like, like if you're considering like maybe the CFL, you know, up here, um, and I know or a freaking they, they...
0: cricket match that like takes like three days. But, you know, you <laughs> don't know. I don't, right? I
1: don't know if we're going to be having cricket in the next uh, X amount of uh, months or whatever. You know, <laughs> like, like you know, you know, you know, it's like, it's the same thing with like baseball. Like we're not going to have that either. But, um, you know, and something that that's like actually happening like right now. Um, I mean, it's it's pretty tough. I know that they're probably going to have water because it's a basic human right. And how are you supposed to not have water? To some extent, mm-hmm. I'm not sure what the regulations mm-hmm. are going to be, but to not have food or like anything for like that along that amount of time—that's really tough for people to sit through. I mean, uh, you're probably going to have to like eat a ton before you go, and then just kind of mm-hmm. make the most of it and see see what transpires. But you know, to your point, I'm hoping this is temporary. To the point that uh, either uh, this is it. The last time that we have to do this and things kind of get better from here on out or that um i'm hoping that we don't lapse back into this in the in, you know in the distant future because yeah what about baseball games where it's like boiling scorching hot or um yeah cricket <laughs> if that were to be a thing or like local rugby and stuff like that like that would be brutal yeah
2: i think that what the difference is between some of the some of the different sports is you know something like a, a baseball or, or cricket is outdoors right so you have the benefit yeah. of opening up opening up there um, it's the fact that we're you're indoors right and um, yeah I, I'll admit that it was really tough to say that I t- to message the Raptors PR and say I was I'm not going to be attending um, this is a game I had circled on the calendar for quite a long time um, you know, first and foremost, before myself as a fan is, you know, the health and safety of myself, my family, anyone I come in contact with, which actually is just those in my household. So, yeah, it was it was a difficult decision. Now, you know, it's um, it, it does help that there are no more concessions there. Um, I, as much as possible, this is what you're trying to do. Right. And you're trying to get people right. to continuously wear their mask. Um I would actually argue that it's not that bad to have, to attend a a sporting event and not have concessions. I mean, I, I think just speaking specifically about basketball, if you look at last night's game against the Warriors, game duration was two hours and two minutes. That's almost the same amount of time that our children are wearing their masks before they hit their first recess break, right? So if our kids can, Pretty much do this. We as adults should be able to as well. Right. Um, and I think at the end of the day, you you kind of get a bit of a, a happy medium where a you can still attend a game and and b do it in a safe manner. Now I'm I, I'm of course only speaking to the season ticket holders because seventy percent of the Raptors um, ticket sales go to season ticket holders. Uh, the other thirty percent are single game. So those people, unfortunately, had to get theirs refunded for the 70% of season ticket holders. They were then entered into kind of a lottery of sorts where they were each told, okay, you're going to be able to attend every other game in some way, shape, or form. Because even though we have to reduce it to 50%, there's still too many of you season ticket holders. So um, everyone is affected in some way. Um, I guess where I would like to take this is, well, just more of a, a curiosity of my own. Do, have either of you bought tickets to a game this year?
1: Not yet. Okay.
0: Well, I was going to, uh, and, and I'm, 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 I'm sure he's listening, but I was going to get a uh, 905 ticket for my brother-in-law mm. for Christmas now thinking about it, I'm like, uh, I don't know if this is a good <laughs> idea, <laughs> you know? Because even even you put it on, I think you tweeted it, Jay, where, um, or I saw it somewhere on Raptors Twitter sphere where basically you, even if you try to get tickets for in the next few games, it's very limited, or a lot of them are grayed out. A lot of the games are grayed out, so you can't even click on them. Uh, so it's almost like trying for the for the fans who received or bought tickets a long time ago i feel for you for the fans who are planning to get tickets i feel like you should wait regardless because like it's not ideal it's not an ideal situation to go through um and also if whoever is comfortable keeping your own mask because basically um my christina and i we went to go watch no way home i'm not going to spoil it for everybody don't worry but it was strange because we knew that the next day that the the Capacity was going to be limited, and regardless, we double mask. We didn't have anything to eat or anything, or nothing to drink. We just knew we just wanted to watch as a fan and just watch the movie. But we knew that this was going to change in the next couple of days. So I, I feel like waiting this out is probably the best idea. And and when it comes back to the players of the NBA, I'm looking at right now the amount of players that are in the health and safety protocol is counting, still counting right now at 59 players. And how many players are there in the NBA? About like three hundred or so. No, it's about so four fifty to four eighty. Whoa! Well but you're looking oh at my- approximately fifteen or-
2: percent of the NBA right now, currently. Yeah,
0: are- yeah. So, and even more, the crazier part is that not only that fifty nine players are in the city protocol, but um, I was looking up like the salary as well of how many of of these players, and you're talking about like like Kevin Durant, James Harden, uh, Kyrie Irving, of course, and we'll get into that. But like all together, it's the salary for all these players who are in health and safety protocol is just under $500 million, (laughs) Mm. (laughs) which is crazy. But, uh, but again, so basically um, I wanted to get, I want to talk about the Raptors first and then we'll get into the other players, but, Last a couple of weeks ago, or a couple of days ago, Nick Nurse was asked about like the the team, um, being you know in health and safety protocol, and, and he 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 said that we're kind of clear. The Raptors are clear from all, all 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 COVID. But now, just before the Raptors played the Warriors, that we just got word that both Pascal Siak and DeLano Banton were going to be in health and safety protocol again doesn't mean that they have covid but they might have been in contact with somebody who was positive now this sucks i hope everybody gets back you know healthy and they you know full recovery and everything but this sucks I, I got I have to feel for the players mental health because for someone like Pascal Siakam, who is just recovering from a shoulder injury and getting his stride back, who also had to endure actually uh, contacting COVID and being silent for about two weeks and also like losing thirty pounds of his own muscle weight, trying to get back into that. Like now he's now he's enduring the whole thing all over again like you have to feel for these these players man the health man i i i I feel real bad for pascal yeah and
2: it's it's unfortunate when i mean last night after the raptors victory in his post-game press conference they were speaking with precious who was also out uh, due to health and safety protocols but his was a bit different his was not due to the nba's health and safety protocols it was due to toronto's own um health regulations so he was sat out there but you know regardless he was out some something kind of covid related and also i mean the timing of it i I guess you could say worked out for him because he was also nursing his own injury but he was asked during the post game presser like what was it like you know being being off when you actually did not have covid and he said he was frustrating right it was i was Mm -hmm. bored and you know, he kind of took the glass half full approach and said, you know what, it got me a chance to spend some, you know, some me time that I haven't had a chance to do. I got back into cooking, which I, I like to do. Um and, you know, he's he's definitely taken the mantle that, that Sergi Baca left behind as the 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 team's chef. But I will say this, <laughs> that, you know, he said that he was bored, right? And that's that's definitely what, what Pascal and Delano are probably going through right now. It's uh, it's that boredom during this time when you know, there's there's excitement in in finally getting back to playing in in front of fans and and playing in Toronto. Remember that excitement that was just boiling over just less than two months ago. Now that it's now it's it's kind of gone for them, and it sucks, right? And I, I take that even a step further and say that the, you know the the mental state of everybody, right? I, I think about in my own house, like us not having to celebrate a Christmas that we thought we would be able to at this time yeah. last year. Um, it really does suck. So I I think now is a time when all of us can just kind of lean on those who are close to us that we actually can be physically in contact with and just, you know, embrace them and, and, you know, be happy in the moment because, you know, you never know, especially in the NBA, how quickly this turns, right? I mean, last week, I forgot what the numbers were in terms of players and health and safety protocol, but Jason, you already mentioned it, right? We're we're well over 60 already currently in in protocols and it sucks for these players, but I I hope that they can, you know, kind of, Plow through this, you know, get through some negative tests and return for as it pertains to Siakam and Benton. If they do the requisite 10 days of sitting, get their negative tests, they can return as early as December 28th for a date with Danny Green and the Philadelphia 76ers.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I forgot about that. That would be the longest. I want to know. that ha- Danny Green has to be up there with the longest wait of receiving receiving his ring. It has to be,
2: and it's Almost so sad two. for him. He's going to, if even if he does get it, it's going. It's not going to even be in front of the full house right. that he wanted to be in right. front of.
0: Can you decide if you want to take it or not? Like, let's say, <laughs> let's say he, he's like, you know what? Let's just keep waiting until it's like completely normal. And you know, knock on wood, it's going to be like another
1: year or something like that. But that would suck. I mean, it you could pull suck. the Kyrie Irving approach of just being like, oh, I'm going back to Cleveland. Uh, no, nah, i got to sit up for personal reasons. And then you get like your uh, welcome back, <laughs> thing true. like four years go. into Boston. Right, right, oh, right, right, right. That was strange. Not even. Uh, he was on the Nets, I think, when when he finally got his welcome back. Oh, yeah.
0: right. That's right.
2: Oh, my goodness.
1: That was weird.
0: Um. Okay. Should we go side or not side could you should segue into Kyrie Irving? Yeah, because okay. that was a good that was a good lead. Okay, let's, let's go the okay. Kyrie Irving route. Let's go to the Kyrie Irving. So, I mean, let's not, but let's also talk. about <laughs> Yeah, it. true. Good point. <laughs> Listen, Kyrie Irving is one of the best point guards I've ever watched in my life. Okay, doesn't mean that I can be on the same page with his views about you know his philosophy. And I think that you guys are in the same boat. Now, the Brooklyn Nets, though, the whole point of What they did in the beginning of this season when they said, hey, Kyrie, because of the mandates in New York, because of the league, we wanted to send a message. If you aren't vaccinated, you aren't going to play for the Brooklyn Nets. Kyrie stood his ground. He'd said, no, I'm going to keep on being the voice of the voiceless, apparently, and decide not to play. And the Nets were like, "Okay, sure, fine. Then you're not going to be you can't be a part time or anything like that. You can't be you can't. Be part of the Brooklyn Nets and try to do any sign and trade or whatever it is. Now, after being riddled with COVID for the Brooklyn Nets, and I'm talking like 10 players, 11 players that are in health and safety protocol uh, and a lot of strain per for uh, the star players, as in Kevin Durant and James Harden, they, the, the Brooklyn Nets decided to be like, hey, Kyrie. Can you come back and play for us because we have no one being, no one available to play? And I get to a certain extent that you have to keep on continuing to play these players or try to be, I don't know, as competitive as possible. But, like, is it just me, guys, or did the Brooklyn Nets fold? Like that, asking a unvaccinated, clearly doesn't want to give vaccinated player to come back as a part-time player to only play in away games. Uh, Wow, during a time when COVID is completely rampant in the NBA, that is a bad look for the Brooklyn Nets.
1: I I have a lot of words, but I'll I'll let Dre go first here. I feel like it's probably with reluctance that they're like, let's ask Kyrie to play right now because I feel like it's more or less so they don't have to put games on hiatus or forfeit. Um, I think that's what it is. It's uh, it's one of those things where they maybe don't want to admit to Kyrie that he was right or that they that they were wrong, but that's certainly how it looks because it's what they did basically by saying, hey, can you... Can he come come to us? But, you know, in that same breath, it's, I feel like on the opposite side of the spectrum is Isaiah Thomas being signed by the Lakers. And that looks like he's won, where everyone's like, oh my goodness, Isaiah Thomas is finally back in the league. And what did you know? He led the Lakers in scoring, which is kind of sad if you think about it. Um, but he's also signed to a 10-day contract. And uh, I'm hoping that he would be renewed. But in that same breath, these are moves being made out of desperation of uh, injury reports, of uh, COVID distancing protocols, and that sort of stuff. So, it yeah, I feel like it's a move from the Nets front office to basically try and get their games going so they're not canceling or forfeiting and losing money and attendance mm-hmm. and uh, in fact it might do the opposite where uh, they might try and uh, earn more tickets because people are gonna be like oh shoot Kyrie's back I want I want to go see that um so I don't even though it comes off this way, I don't think it's them saying, okay, Kyrie, you were right. Let's, let's, let's huddle and, and discuss the next plan. No, I I honestly feel like, yeah, it was an act of desperation, especially because look who's at the top of the East right now. And they don't want to lose that with uh, whatever's going on with Harden or whatever's going on with Durant and, you know, virtually everybody else. They want to make sure they have at least one guy that will always hold the fort so that could even provide resting time for Harden and Durant on the road especially because they're playing way too many minutes Uh, especially Durant is playing way too many minutes um you know Steven Ash is basically like uh all right guys here's the game plan keep Durant on the court that's it (laughs) that's the game plan let let him lead everything let him actually coach on the floor um That will give him an opportunity to rest. So I feel like it's everything but saying, okay, Kyrie, you were right. But of course, that's not how it's going to look.
2: Yeah, it's not. And I think that what Sean Marks and the rest of the Nets front office decided here is a microcosm of why this pandemic is where it's at. It is Mm -hmm. people putting their own selfish needs before the safety of everyone around them.
1: And yeah, a business th- is more important than health.
2: Exactly, exactly. And and those of you who, again, I'm, my own personal views are starting to get in here. But I mean, for those of you that are still going to try to get together for Christmas and get gatherings of more than ten, and you're 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 just going to further push this pandemic along. And I worry about everyone's, you know, I mentioned already, I worry about everyone's mental state as this pandemic continues to go and these numbers continue to go up. But, you know, bringing it back to the Nets, that's what they've done here, right? They've, they they started off with the right message saying he cannot even practice with the team, and that's it. And the fact that they, they, they're backtracking on this because they are short of players is extremely um, selfish and irresponsible because now you're bringing someone who's not vaccinated and he's just going to affect everyone else on this team. It's no surprise whatsoever that he failed health and safety protocols. And the irony of that is that now that he has to sit out the next 10 games and also remember because of the laws in New York, he cannot play in any home games. So he's essentially only playing road games Because he misses the next 10 games, he misses a three-game road trip. So, (laughs) the Nets only play two other road games over the next month. So, Kyrie, if he does come back, can only play January 5th in Indiana, January 12th in Chicago for the next month. So, the decision to bring him back not only looks stupid on the outside... But it's ridiculous when you actually put it into play here because he actually can't play at all. So it's just a, a complete screw-up up and down the organization. Yeah. Again, I we don't know the details of, of the health and safety protocols that he's under, whether or not he's actually contracted. And again, I don't wish that on anybody. But I think the karma has hit them already that this was a dumb decision and now you're paying for it.
1: Actually, on that note, quickly, before you go, Jason, uh, you just got me thinking, what's that team chemistry going to look like? Like, if the guy's barely playing with them, and he's only going to be playing, like, these uh, one-off games with them, Um, I know he's probably, like, back at the practice facility as soon as his his, uh, 10-day hold is finished, but... um, I mean, the Nets already have, like, a few chemistry issues, you know, looming from last year, and this year, again, they're only doing as well as they are, because it's, uh, it's all about keeping Durant on the court, uh, hence why he's uh, first in MVP right now, like, that race. Um, what is that going to look like when they're tossing in a guy who really likes the iso ball and and all that stuff, like... I don't know, like you, like even just strategically, that looks like it's just going to be throwing everything in the kitchen sink, which is just going to mess up the flow of the Nets right now.
0: Mm-hmm. It's it's funny when they decided, the Nets decided to ask Harry to come back right before I think the NBA and the MBPA decided that because of all the COVID cases, you the they will allow NBA teams to sign multiple 10 day contracts that doesn't have to uh, be part of their uh, salary or, or part of the salary cap. So it's not like the Brooklyn Nets didn't have any options. Like put it this way in the job field right now, a lot of jobs at the moment are contracted because they don't know what's going to happen and do, you know, for, for good reasons. But, the thing is now the Brooklyn Nets are basically 10 day card or or contracting all these players, these 10 day contracts in order to get, you know, to have enough players to play basketball games. So again, it's not like they didn't have this option going forward before asking Kyrie to come back unvaccinated, Again, it's all like coming back full circle for both Kyrie and the Brooklyn Nets. I get again, as Dre said, I understand you guys are, top of the east and this is like the prime time for you to you know get the championship that kevin durant or for kevin durant james harden blah blah blah. i understand the the competitiveness to it but in jane's point of view like you're not even hiding you're not even trying to hide the fact that money comes first, you know. <laughs> like, you're not trying. You're not even trying to hide the, the fact that, like, this the, you're you have one goal and one goal in mind, and one of the the first goal is not the health and safety of everybody, and that's what bu- bugs me. Like, again, you're in a really big predicament. And I totally understand that, but it, again, don't ask someone who is truly unvaccinated and doesn't want to get vaccinated at all. So you can be competitive in this league that is riddled with COVID. You also
1: know? a bad role model. Not to throw my own personal beliefs <clears> in <throat> there, but also a bad role <sighs> model. You're basically telling people, yeah, don't do it. Uh, be suspicious and all of that. Because guess what? You're gonna you're gonna get your way anyway. Like, like it's 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 not a good look. It's not a good look to to uh, uh, promote difficulty and and challenging something that's uh, really making everything more difficult for everybody else. Hmm. so jay dre
0: anything else we, we want because again this this could be like oh our our bias to when it comes to to the raptors like what happens if we were riddled with covid but again we kind of were <laughs> last year and and we understood that like you have to go through certain protocols and stuff but I, I honestly, I just can't fathom the fact of getting someone who is clearly not wanting to follow any type of rules to to ask them to come back. It that's just a bad look, man. Yeah, and you know,
2: I I get that this is this can be, and it, it's quite unfortunate that we've had to talk about this now for the last several episodes. But it, it's an unavoidable topic, right? And you know, you, you can't help but think, think that okay, as you talk about it, well, you know, it, it the mood kind of goes down. But let me turn this around a bit. And mm-hmm. see the bright side of this, right? Again, I, I, I'm not. Again, I'm not condoning that anyone in the health and safety protocols is a is a good thing at all. But the bright side of this is that, you know, Dre already mentioned one aspect which is that okay, a lot of players now are who are have been hoping for that chance to either return to the NBA or get their first crack at the NBA, finally get that chance, albeit in a 10-day contract or or whatever. So the bright side of this is that for the raptors they continue to face teams that are decimated with people missing for example monday's game against the orlando magic they have by my count about 10 people who are out uh, with various ailments it could be health and safety protocols there are currently five with under health and safety protocols and then another five or six who are out due to injury so on monday when the orlando magic come to town they will be playing guys by the name of hasani gravit admiral schofield bj johnson
1: Wow, uh, Admiral Schofield sounds like a character from a Tarantino movie. Like, that's just a, <laughs> yeah.
2: Ironically, he's the only name that sounds quite familiar. I forgot where where he where he came from, but yeah, uh, from
1: a Tarantino movie. <laughs> some, I'm telling you.
2: But I don't know who these guys are, and these are the guys that are good. This is just like the Warriors game, where someone by the name of Jeff Doughton Jr. was 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 being guarded by Fred Van VanVleet. So. The the benefit, I guess, for the Raptors is that they're facing teams that are are undermanned, for, for lack of a better term. And then after the Magic, they may or may not even visit Chicago. Uh, Nick Nurse mentioned this in his pregame presser that uh, we don't know what's happening with Chicago. I, I, I believe that they should have enough to play, uh, but their next game is in Chicago and there are still a handful of guys in health and safety protocols. And then the game after that, on Boxing Day is a game in Cleveland where okay, they have not been hit too hard by the health and safety protocol, but one name who has been is Evan Mobley. So mm-hmm. every opponent along the way is is affected in some way, shape, or form. Albeit I'll, I'll I get it. Siakam and Benton are out. But you know, what we saw last night against the Warriors is that this team can function really well when even though Siakam and Benton are out. So especially against yeah. teams that don't have their best
0: players. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, So honestly, I think it's going to be a little tough for us to do any predictions because we have no idea what's going to happen in the next couple of days. So I think we should hold off on that. Let's hope for just just solid matches. Uh, against the ma- the magic and the bulls and the calves I know that the Mars back with the with the bulls um but yeah let's just see what it happens again uh, I know we spoke about this before but we're gonna take a little bit of a break just not right obviously right now but also for us to you know celebrate Christmas as the best way that we can as for with our families uh you know make sure that we're we're going to stay under the the 10 uh, people indoors so we know you're trying to follow the rules as much as possible but before we do that let's take a little bit of a break and i got a fun question for you guys so talk to you guys soon
1: us out that uh, Kevin Durant's still on the court playing for the Nets, even though there aren't any games, but that's just how <laughs> much hustle he's giving for this MVP race. Uh, he's Dang. still out there playing. Uh, according to his last uh, statistics, he's uh, been playing in the last game for uh, 378 minutes. So uh, it's it's a new Dang. record for a game and uh, a what a trooper. Uh, shout is out to, is... Steve, to Steve Nash, Coach of the Year. At this point, Steve Nash is just going to suit up for the Brooklyn Nets, man. I I'm feel waiting. like he's still been waiting game. for that. <laughs> yeah. As long as he just hovers around half court like on, on either side and just like dishes it up to Durant yeah. who's, who's a tower he could shoot from anywhere you're going to win by Or just headbutts it over.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. Well, welcome back to a That's a Rep Podcast a podcast by Raptors fans for Raptors fans in the beginning of the episode we talked about You know, unfortunately, health and safety protocol for the Raptors and the entire NBA. I don't know what the count is now, Jay and Dre, but let's hope that goes down. Uh, But before we do that, I mentioned at the top that we're not going. We're going to take a little bit of a break um, so we can enjoy the holidays. uh, So you won't hear from us for uh, maybe about two weeks or so. I hope you guys, uh, everybody who's listening to this, enjoy your holiday as well. But until then, Dre, Jay, I have a question for you. I thought it'd be pretty fun to end off this episode with a fun Raptor slash Christmas related question. So hello, Jared, you guys can go first. I wanted to ask you guys, what is your favorite Raptor related gift that you've received? Now, it could be Christmas, could be birthday, could be, you know, just Loved ones giving you something because you love the Raptors and they know it. What is the one standout Raptor related gift that you've ever received? Jay, Trey, any of you guys?
1: Ooh. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I've actually got uh, two answers to that. Um, okay. Both short and they're both the, uh, the results of the championship run, which is pretty cool. Um, oh, nice actually I've, I've got a couple of answers i've got a couple of answers so can't jot it down to one can you no can't, can't no, no I, I i'm
2: good with a couple of answers it's <laughs> buying me time to think of mine
1: <laughs> yeah uh okay so um okay so the first one that i received um and it was uh it was like right after the championship i actually received this uh on the day that uh, Kawhi Leonard left, because it was on my birthday, so thanks Ooh. Kawhi. Um, I received the uh, the black and gold uh, Raptors jersey of that year, like uh, his number two. So that was that was really cool. Um, Beautiful. Uh, around the same time um my girlfriend got me the the we the champs book by uh alex Ball and sean woodley shout outs so oh, shout uh, out. that was that was awesome and i i you know to this day i still like look over it and it's like I, I can't believe this was a thing i can't believe we did this um flash forward to christmas of the same year and um I was, uh, back when I was doing freelance, I was, uh, working overtime on Christmas, which really sucked to be honest. And, uh, you know, uh, I was spending time with the fam, but I had to like, basically take time away from my family and my nephew to like go work on stuff that I was asked to work on, even though I shouldn't have. And, um, instead of getting mad about it, they could tell that I was frustrated and not happy that this was a thing that I was doing. And uh the day afterwards uh they were like you know your your Christmas was kind of spoiled so here's um I don't even know where they got this but like uh like a Raptors logo pillow and like a massive blanket like a Raptors blanket they're like uh, here's this um and uh you know uh, please, please enjoy it and yeah to this day um that's like a fixture, and Jason, you've probably seen it. It's a fixture on 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 our couch, and um, my my girlfriend's extremely uh, extremely fond of the blanket, even though she doesn't like the Raptors as much as I do. Uh, that's like probably where uh, the the bulk of her fanaticism lies in that blanket and pillow because they're so comfy. <laughs> so uh, those would have to be the three I would go with.
0: That's awesome, man. That's awesome. I'm glad. See, I love how like when our fandom kind of kicks into everybody, they they all everybody kind of recognizes that. Like even during a bad day or uh, you're you having to miss a few things, they know. Hey, listen, we know that this was rough and we appreciate it. So here is a raptor memorabilia, and I think that's a great gesture. Um, but I have seen I have seen the picture on your on your couch, and it looks fantastic, brother. Oh, thank you. Jay, how about you, man? Do you have a favorite or favorites gift? Yes. There's a, it's a favorite. It's a
2: favorite. Oh, it's uh, a favorite. Oh, okay. okay. So yeah, I have I've got three that that I've thought about. Uh the first one would be my last day Raptors fan patrol. Oh. Um, you know, I just, just to remind everyone, I, I was working there for about a year and just a, a year and over, not even a year and a half, just over a year there. And I announced that I'm, I, as much as I'd like to stick around, now that I have, now that I'm a father, I kind of need to be home. So I'm <laughs> going to quit. Um, on my last day, the team put together a gigantic thank you card. They took a, a Bristol board from the dollar store, folded it in half, and everyone on the team signed it. And the messages were were heartwarming. It was a really nice gesture. We all planned to go to real sports after to kind of have a final. Get together. And then at the restaurant, Jerome Williams was there. So I headed over, gave oh. him the giant card, and he signed it too. So oh. that was fun. That was a fun, that was a really thoughtful gift. I didn't see that coming. It was, you know, for me, it was bittersweet, right? I really, this was like my, the best job I've ever had. And it was tough to leave, but I, I felt like it was the right decision at the time. But that was a really nice gesture. And I, I keep it to this day. It's, uh, I still, um, you know, as much as I try to purge things, that one I keep. Um, and then the other two two gifts are, are both related to my family. Um, my my wife surprised me on on my birthday a couple of years ago with a shirt with the That's a Wrap logo on it. I've, I think I've shown it to you guys before. Ooh, she had it printed. I that. It was super super thoughtful, nice, and uh, you know I still wear it to this day, obviously. And and I guess in this, I believe it was the same birthday. Well, my daughters made me a basketball net i guess like out of paper and crafts and stuff it has a cute little basketball and they drew a raptors logo on it so it's almost like i have a desktop basketball net to play with that they created so i mean that's the thoughtfulness there was just through the roof so those are the three that come to mind um and i I cherish each and one every one of those
0: nice that's amazing man i remember um the the that's a rap logo t-shirt that your ref gave you or your family gave you that uh, that was that was hard now we have to get a new one for you though because i know right changed our logo
2: it's it's a it's a throwback now it's a throwback so yeah. still still exactly. uh, really
0: worth worth it it see whenever the raptors decide to go black and gold then then you can wear that one there you go right there you, there go. you go um what about you so, jason to, to end off, I think I have a couple as well. Um, I want to sh- uh, shout out to, to – I, I, re- I remember the reason why I got into basketball was when I was – a man, I was a kid. I was like maybe six, seven, something like that. And my family from afar, they, I think they came from Hong Kong or something like that, knew that I loved basketball. And basketball wasn't a thing in uh, – you know, in uh, in Canada <laughs> yet, <laughs> well at least for us. Um, and I, I just remember them giving me a a rubber. Uh, it wasn't Raptors. It was a rubber Orlando Magic basketball, <laughs> and I loved it to like I I dribbled that until the blue and the silver was all gone, and it was just left with some white dust around it. And I love that <laughs> basketball. And I remember that to this day. There was a picture of me holding it with glee in my face. So that 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 was my first basketball related one. But the Raptors one, both of them are from my wife Christine. She bought after the championship like Dre, she bought me a championship emblemed uh, Raptors championship emblem basketball um nice. that it, it's like a real like a nice leather basketball and on the bottom of it has like a nice emblem where it says 20, 2019 raptors championship and she also for one of my birthdays got me a raptors hoodie with uh my last name Liang uh on the on the back As like it was like a sweater jersey i guess with my number 20 which is my number on it so it was like a very my personal raptors sweater and I love that till this day. It's very comfortable. It's way too big for me, but I love it. And those are those are my favorite basketball. Wow, you did
2: prefer- not mention the okay, Damon me. Stoudemire cameo.
0: Oh, that one too. Ooh. That see, that's hard. It's hard to pick. I love that David Sedaris. That one was for for a birthday of mine. My sister uh, uh, planned that out for me, and oh, to have Damon Sodom Mighty Mouse. Like I got goosebumps did. watching that, and Ooh. that's not even
2: that's not even me. I got goosebumps. And I forgot amazing. about that. <laughs> These couple Mighty years Mouse. has been
0: a blur. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Mighty Mouse. Oh my god. Yeah, thank you for bringing that up, Jay. God damn. I think he I said at some
2: a... point he said Jay, and I was like, oh, he's actually talking to me. So this is great. This works for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah yeah exactly it's a j it's a j it was actually it was like, and 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 it could be a uh it could be Dre too
1: you know you might have fumbled it's true it's true so it's all three of us we we, we know he didn't say Dre. that's okay i I've, <laughs> I've made peace with this
0: listen you know he did say you know what my name did say he did say that's a wrap which means that he's shouting out all three of us ah good point. that's a good point there it is uh, yeah, there it is true. okay well that was i i enjoyed that thank you for sharing that dre and jay uh, that's a rat fans. Let us know what your favorite Raptors or basketball related gift that you've received or even given to someone else. Cause I think that's fun. I think it's fun to think about, you know, not, not the gift giving, but the feeling that you, that you get when you have, you you know, someone thinks about you so much that they want to give this and make, give this to you and make you happy. And I think that's a great way to end this off, to say Merry Christmas. If you are celebrating to say, uh, you know, have a happy and ha- have please please have a safe safe holiday because we just want to go through that we don't want to go through this again next year uh dre jay any final thoughts before we take a little break
1: uh stay safe and and be responsible and happy holidays
2: happy merry chris mahana kwanzaa i think that covers everyone
1: <laughs> yeah right <laughs> you forgot got festivus you of oh, all people forgot festivus now I'm gonna air some grievances.
2: <laughs> did we do
0: that last year? I think we did. We were, we aired some grievances. Uh, not about
2: each other, and- though. It was about something else, wasn't it? Yeah. No, it was about, about the Raptors. Raptors. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: yeah. No, Actually, I I mean, all we, problems with, with, with you people.
2: With with COVID and stuff, we, there's been enough negativity in these. In yeah. these,
1: <laughs> well, I'm not
2: airing no grievances. <laughs> Yeah, actually, yeah. yeah
1: uh, I bought a festivist board game, and you do have to like air grievances and constraints and of stuff. And oh my god, I, I thought
0: Monopoly a... was bad for family. <laughs> I don't, I, think,
1: I feel like that would be a terrible way to, well, to play a game that's, with family. That's the thing, though. Like in the rule book, it actually says if you don't want to divorce or to lose your friends, um, <laughs> you have the option of uh, airing grievances about things around you, so the whole time. And we kept landing so on airing of grievances. My girlfriend and I were just like, I'm sick of the pandemic in this way. I'm sick of the pandemic in this way. <laughs> like, it, it was good yeah. to get that off our back where it's like, oh damn, I didn't even realize you were facing this in the pandemic, like this amount of annoyance because like, you know, in your line of field and, you know, in my line of field. So it felt good, but I, I'm sure once the pandemic is uh, is finished, um, we can't use that as a scapegoat. Uh, it's going to get really ugly, the airing of and grievances. Once,
2: and once it's... This pandemic is over. We will also get together and play said game. So yes. I also yes. look forward to that.
1: Oh, that'll yes. be great.
0: Absolutely. Uh okay. Well one last time, Dre, where can we find your
1: brother? You can find me on Twitter at Andreas Baz. You can follow my film editorial and review website, Films Fatale, F-I-L-M-S-F-A-T-L-E dot com. No spaces. I'm uh, not sure when, but towards the end of the year, I'm going to be releasing my top films of 2021, and uh, just in the nick of time, I thought it was going to be a bit of a, a bit of a weaker list. But um, December December saved the year when it came to cinema. So there's a lot of really good stuff coming. Uh, you can also nice. listen to my film podcast on said website. It's called The K Cut. Uh, Jay, where can we find you?
2: Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Rosalasaurus find all of my writing on Raptors HQ, which is where you're finding this podcast. I did the game recap of the Raptors victory over the Warriors last night, and you should go check that out. Uh, and I will say this, it these game recaps are a lot harder to write uh than than they appear. I they look very straightforward when I read them, but when you're writing them, holy moly, it's hard to like put it down into something that's readable and i will try again as i'm doing the recap on monday for the raptors magic so look out for that or maybe don't look out for that because i don't know how how these are turning out but (laughs) that's where you can find my work happy holidays to all of you especially you guys on this pod i can't wait to reconnect with all of you in 2022 i can't believe we are entering a new year over to you, to you jason
0: yeah absolutely and you can find me and all of us on that's a rad pod uh and as Dre and jay mentioned please have a safe and happy holiday until then you will hear from us again soon in 2022 that is a wrap
1: how ugly is it gonna be when the 76ers have to resort to bring back ben simmons
2: <laughs> oh my
1: Can it it be on the
2: night when Danny Green gets his championship ring in front of (laughs) no fans?
0: Yes. (laughs) You can't write this out any better, man.